Chief Podcast where we talk about all things Second Amendment and any other topics that might be um, going on. And right now that topic is the, the coronavirus. I really didn't want to talk about corona this week. I was going to take a different approach and talk about something else. But um, as things keep changing, uh, it just keeps uh, becoming bigger and bigger part of the, the daily conversation. My, my kids are now on their second week of spring break, and next week we're going to all at-home learning. Um, their sports events have been canceled, you know, and then on top of all the other things that are going on. My office just went to a, you know, work-from-home environment. Um, restaurants and bars here in Dallas are, are uh, closing. Local businesses are, are suffering. And uh, it, it's, it is a, a difficult time for all of us. And when things like this happen, it seems like two things occur. People start trying to go start going to church more, but that's even more difficult. We, we did church online this weekend and probably will do that again. Uh, and besides going to church and praying, they start buying guns. And that is uh, the case again. Um, there's all sorts of reports that ammo sales are up, gun sales are up. I'm getting um, emails from various different providers just notifying that, that ship, shipments are delayed, that they're going to be, you know, eight to ten weeks before things start going out, and we're only a, a week into it. I don't actively um, buy and sell guns right now. Primarily, like I've talked about, just doing XFL transfers. But more and more people are coming up to me asking, you know, where can I get a gun? Should I get a gun? How do I get a gun? Um, I've never had a gun. What am I going to do? So it's the trying times like this where our Second Amendment rights become more and more important. People recognize the, the need to defend themselves, the desire to be able to defend themselves. When you go to a Costco and there's no water, no toilet paper, and you start thinking about, well, what's going to happen whenever we can't get these? Where are people going to go? Well, then they start going to their neighbors, and they start thinking, well, I might need to be able to start to protect myself. Um, but on the flip side of that, are these people that think that uh, it's um, again, it's, it's dangerous. They, uh, they're hearing stories that um, in New Orleans, they're um, authorizing the banning of gun sales. Uh, there was rumors that they were doing that in Illinois, where they were going to ban the sale of guns. Uh, you know, we've, we've been through issues like this in the past. So, you know, right after the uh, uh, Patriots, Beat the red coats, the British at Lexington. The uh, Boston was occupied by by the British, and Patriots were wanting to leave. Um, and so, Governor or General Gage offered them a, a deal. He said, "You know, turn in your guns, and you can leave Boston." And so, Bostonians turned in almost 2,000 guns, oh, well, over 2,000 guns and bayonets and pistols. And uh, in an effort in exchange for leaving. And when our founding fathers were 
writing the Constitution and doing the Bill of Rights, that was one thing that was on the forefront of their minds, was that they didn't want the, the government to have the ability to infringe on our right to own our bare arms. So that's where part of what came into the, the writing of the Second Amendment. Um, right after Pearl Harbor, Harbor Congress uh, um, authorized the requisitioning of, of, of property from individuals, but um, they did forbid the act of, of requiring any type of registration of firearms by individuals because they did not want to impair our ability to potentially um, defend ourselves since now we've had an invasion on our land. Um, the uh, Uh, Congress has um, multiple times um, forbidden the, the in, in the history of restricted the, the ability to to register uh, uh, register firearms whenever uh, those attempts were being made by law in 1934 when the original National Firearms Act was put in place uh, that was an effort that was uh, put and uh, quickly struck down uh, there have been other attempts during the Brady Bills, um, those types of things, and it's important to remember you know, what happens when we start, uh, one, registering firearms, and then two, subsequent um, confiscation of firearms. So, you know, a not too long ago example, I mean, it, it seems longer than it actually is, but um, in Germany, the, uh, before Hitler took power, the Weimar Republic enacted a gun licensing and registration in the, in the 20s. And then when Hitler took power in 1933, he used those records to disarm the Jews at the time and any of his political opponents. And then during the, uh, what's called the Night of Broken Glass, whenever they started rounding up Jews, they, uh, they disarmed all of them at that time because they knew who, who uh, possessed firearms. So it's uh, important to remember that in, in uh, difficult times, the ability to defend yourself can be very important. Um, so I think right now we are what definitely qualifies as, as difficult times. Um, I, the public is uh, rightly so, nervous, and that, you know, people are, may start losing their job, um, and you then start looking to, the, to what does those, those pressures do, do to society, and it's just getting to be a, a little bit, you know, real for folks, I guess, so, you know, why, um, the uh, coronavirus is, is serious. Um, I think also that this is the time for us to sit back and, and recognize our freedoms. So I just um, added a service uh, to my podcast where it's being delivered now um, to Europe, countries in Europe as a service that primarily does, does podcasting in, in Europe. Up, up until now, all my listeners have been in the United States. I had, I think, one one from Great Britain, one person listened at one point from Great 
course in the fall in the United States. I'm curious to see if I'm going to get any listeners from Europe or any other countries outside of the United States because of this new service and then also what will they think because this um, right to bear arms is, is something that's unique to the United States. It makes us partially of what we are and uh, who we are as a country and I think it's um, it's an important distinction. So it's it's definitely something I want to monitor and to see how these listeners are and, and if I get any um, encouraging feedback um, from them. So again, um, you know, we're going to keep praying for everybody. Uh, hopefully, we can flatten this curve, social distancing, uh, but also be mindful of, of what you have to do to protect yourself in these times. Um, Again, I just want to remind you, if you, if you like this podcast, if, you, if, if anything I'm saying is interesting to you, please uh, subscribe. Um, my email will be in the, in the show notes. So email me with any comments or questions, and uh, definitely uh, pass this on to your friends if you think it's interesting. So uh, be safe, and we will talk to you um, in the next episode.